This is Crow Inquisitors, and we are back once more with another behind-the-scenes bonus look at one of our characters. This week, I have my good friend Josh on to talk about Antonius Ram. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to... It's been a while just since I've talked to you at all, so this is pretty fun for me. Um, so, Antonius Ram, uh, our lovable blacksmith... Uh, when we were, you know, one of the, the questions I always ask everybody on these is, you know, what was your inspiration, I guess, for making the character? Obviously, the like campaign concept was medieval suicide squad. So everybody's a criminal. And so when I told you that originally, and we were kind of like talking through this, obviously, it's been a while, but you know, anything you can remember, what was it like kind of building Antonius? What were your thoughts? Um, I think initially, I didn't want to play a character that was particularly evil mm -hmm. um i think looking back a little bit at the choices i made for antonius's backstory you could definitely argue the man was evil yeah um but i kind of wanted to paint him as sort of a victim of circumstance that made all of the wrong decisions at all the wrong times mm -hmm. um i guess my main inspiration for antonius was um Perrin Ibarra from the Wheel of Time series. Okay. He's a like blacksmith turned warrior turned leader of a country. Mm -hmm. And he goes through this really interesting story arc and lots of transformation and stuff. And I kind of wanted to play around with some of those same ideas with Antonius. Um, as well as just I have an affinity for blacksmithing and blacksmiths. And so <laughs> yeah. it was an easy character choice for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah one of the things that we talked about um in, in some of the other bonus episodes of this is just how chrome Inquisitors ended up being a very interesting kind of like look at the way that these players make characters uh and it was fun because for most of the other players i had been playing with them for a long time right and so the chrome inquisitors was in a lot of ways like uh, either our reaction to characters they had played in the past or the kind of like epitome of the character they play but for you this was the first campaign you ever did with us so like i thought it was interesting seeing antonius almost as like the proto version of the characters you play in a lot of ways like for example like till later on right it's kind of like antonius but you've you've kind of honed in what you really like about that type of character and i felt like in till worked a lot better for you uh than antonius ended up in a lot of circumstances um but i mean yeah what are, what are your thoughts on that idea of like what was it like for 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 Antonius, where does Antonius sit in your like repertoire of characters? You know, looking at that. Sure. Um, so for context, it was only my second tabletop RPG character yeah. I'd ever created, um, and the first one I basically had a backstory handed to me, mm -hmm. um, and kind of had to characterize around that. Sure. For this character, you come in completely from scratch, not really having any idea what I was doing to start with. Mm -hmm. um, I think. Antonius kind of stands in my mind as a good idea for a more mature role player. Yeah, that's um, I think I built him and his backstory with a lot of emotional, uh, there's an emotional core to it. Mm -hmm. And there's a sort of a sense of self-righteousness and there's a lot of family ties as well for Antonius. Um, and family is a theme that is like written throughout his backstory that I didn't think about as a <laughs> younger me. Yeah not really realizing that that would mean that I get to explore those things as, as I play the character. And so yeah. Antonius kind of is to me, um, 
like a starting point. He's yeah. yeah. Like I definitely have played around with a lot of the similar themes in other characters I've made. Um, I, I tend to make loner characters at this mm -hmm. point. Um, and I either like, um, let's see, Till is very much the epitome of a loner. Yeah. Like, like there, there's, but he still has that kind of like strong family tie vibe still. Yeah. He's got, yeah. I think that just reflects me as a person sure. too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that's pretty fair. Yeah. Kind of a little <laughs> bit of my space. That's yeah. a little bit of my space in life right now. Um, I'm, a, I'm living on my own, but I've also got a, Family's very important to me. Mm -hmm. My family is very important to me. Yeah. Very much a part of my life. Sure. And so I play that out in my characters mm -hmm. and I kind of explore, okay, what does that get to look like in different ways? And Antonius, I think was my first foray into that and, you know, lessons to learn, but yeah, overall it was interesting opportunities there. Mm -hmm, mm hmm for sure yeah and what i've what i've liked to do on each of these is look through each of the uh characters life paths because in the actual like game itself we don't ever actually talk about those at least list them all so just you know if any if you're interested in burning wheel as a system and you know anything about life paths uh antonius was city born he was an apprentice then a journeyman then a master craftsman and then a criminal so he went straight down the like craftsman blacksmith life paths and then his life took a sudden turn and he became a criminal um, what was it? I mean, what were your thoughts on building him that way? Um, I really didn't want to play a like a murderer or a thief character. Um, and I didn't have very much interest in playing a soldier either. Mm -hmm. um, I think I kind of just latched on to the idea of a sort of like I kind of I'm trying to think now exactly what was going through my head, but I kind of wanted to be different yeah i think i kind of I, I build all of my characters to try to i try to not play all the tropes yeah I, in fact i try to turn stuff on their head when i can mm -hmm. um so antonius was was a little bit the the idea was you know we've got warriors and we've got you know monk type characters and like and then we've got antonius who's just a blacksmith fish out of water kind of a thing and that reflected yeah. me a little bit too <laughs> we got a couple of veteran role players gm who's been doing it for years and then me fish out of water I, i've played two sessions of pathfinder at this point <laughs> like I, yeah. I i barely know how to roll the handfuls of dice that pathfinder give me and suddenly mm -hmm. i'm thrust into this incredibly rich but complicated system that is burning wheel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so antonius is fish out of water yeah yeah, and, and it's always funny because Antonius has a very unique set of skills, right? He he obviously is a craftsman and he has, has a lot of skills around that. But then he also has like stuff like prison wise and lock picking and climbing and knives. And so like it, it was so fun whenever we got a moment where Antonius could really shine. Uh, they, you know, I, I mean, at this point in the season, I feel like we have had a few of those moments. I mean, obviously you looking at Kentarius's staff was one of them, right? That was the first, you, I remember you very vividly saying like, all right, let's do some fun things, shall we? I have been waiting to use these skills since I rolled up the character. Uh, yep. Right. Those sorts of things, those moments with Antonius where he got to like either do criminally things, right? Like lockpicking something or analyzing a door or whatever else. Uh, those are fun, fun, fun moments for Antonius. Um, and, and I could see for you too, because you just like, I mean, that those sorts of situations are the kind of things that you shine at, uh, was where like, oh, here's a problem to solve and I can have my character do fun mechanically things to, <laughs> to fix them. Yeah. I have, 
with Antonius, I had so many forks I could bring to bear on rolls like that, that yeah. it was, it was always a good time to watch him pull out that Swiss army knife of a mm-hmm. character sheet that he had. Yeah. And man, a Swiss army knife ain't good for felling trees, but yeah. if you need to do a multitude of small tasks yeah. or very specific fiddly stuff, yeah, Antonius is very good at that. I, sure. I like rolling dice. I really do. <laughs> Lots of dice. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm interested in the oppor- in the future, possibly giving uh, some more opportunities to do to do things like that in Chrome Inquisitors, and I won't I won't go into any spoilers with that, but um, yeah, ideas and things. Um, so one of the other things that I I kind of want to mention is just like what was it like for you in general playing Antonius? Obviously, you've touched on some of the like emotional core of him and like and stuff, but what are like the good, the bad, the ugly of you? Like, what was it like for you? as a player playing uh, Antonius. Mm-hmm. Now, we've kind of already touched on how exciting it is to really get an opportunity to use my character sheet and character mm-hmm. to his fullest um, in those very specific, honestly, pretty niche situations in which he shines. Yeah. Um, for me, honestly, playing Antonius was a exercise in frustration. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a newbie to all of this, I didn't mm-hmm. realize just how important combat skills were going to be. Mm. And so I did not build a character to be combat worthy at all. And in all of the situations we got into where violence and combat were important, I didn't feel like I had all that many options to use all that many things to try Mm -hmm. with Antonius. Um, And there were a couple of moments and I'm not sure where, as we're recording this, I'm not sure where in the campaign the podcast is. um, But uh, there were a couple of moments where, uh, I felt like there were opportunities and there were things that I could have played into in Antonius if I had, as a player, had more experience, sure. uh, more life yeah. experience, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, there, were, there are emotional elements to Antonius that I, at the time, couldn't resonate with, couldn't connect with, and couldn't really RP. Um, since then, I've gotten a little bit better. I've gotten a little older, I have more experience, and I kind of recognize where I could have taken those paths. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so that was kind of it. It was interesting too, because I was suddenly facing situations that I was completely unprepared for. And Antonius yeah. was, that was his entire story, right? Facing for things he was unprepared for sure. and not always making the best decisions about him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I, and so going off of that too, then what was it like for you? Like, you know, when we think of Antonius in the group, right? In the party, we have Cantarius, Alphonse, Dellen. Theo, Sergio, what, what was it like for Antonius? What do you remember from interacting with the other party members and like for you as a player and for Antonius as a character where he was in that dynamic? Yeah. Um, it's been a while, yeah. but I remember walking into the first session and kind of learning more about the stories of Dellen and Alphonse in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, Theo, Theo's story made sense to me. Um, and it was it was pretty self-explanatory, and I really appreciated Theo as a character. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not Theo as opposed to Dylan and Alphonse. We'll get back. <laughs> um, Theo made sense. He was he was a cool, fun character. Mm-hmm. Um, fun to be around. He definitely on the more unpredictable side. Yeah, I wasn't, I, always, Theo, wasn't always sure what Theo was going to do in different situations. Yeah, and, and honestly, Theo and Antonius had some good moments. I don't think they're they've arrived yet in the season. Uh, but like, there are a couple of good moments that I can remember from first season where Theo and Antonius had like a good back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember all that much about the time we spent with Sergio. Um, 
Honestly, I don't know if Sergio really ever interacted with Antonius at all. Yeah, no, that's true. He was kind of interesting from a more narrative or meta perspective, what was going on and kind of where he fits into that puzzle. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of Antonius, I never really interacted with him all that much. Mm -hmm. Um, Dellen and Alphonse were really interesting, though. Um, I think, uh, yeah, coming into session one with Antonius, he's just purely like victim mentality character that i've built where everything he's done has been bad decision in bad situation makes bad outcome Mm -hmm. and then you you run a new character like uh um alphonse bad decision in good situation makes bad outcome (laughs) times a bunch and uh, honestly Alphonse's character was appalling to me at first <laughs> as a player. I'm like, what? he did what? <laughs> yeah. Excuse yep. me. You built your character to what? Mm-hmm. You're going to play what? <laughs> um, I think as I got to know um, Jared as a yep. player more, I began to really appreciate Alphonse and kind of the fun that he brought to the group mm-hmm. being that sort of unpredictable, unpredictable element. Um, but in a kind of a different way from Theo. Yeah. Um, and Dellen, Dellen, I could count on to be, I, I guess I always expected Dellen to be good at stuff like combat and things. Yeah. Um, talking to David now, he's not so sure how good Dellen ever was at that stuff. <laughs> but um, if we were using different subsystems, bit, he wouldn't. Yeah. Be. <laughs> I think at the time I was a little bit, I was impressed with David creating a character that could, mm function in these situations when i you know the character i built couldn't um because i didn't realize they have to carry the character to the way the campaign is going to be not necessarily just the character you want to create at all and to be fair uh there's an element of both unpredictability as to where the story is going just based on decisions that characters make and also me as the gm maybe not doing as well as i could have and making sure that your guys's beliefs and instincts were being challenged in a way that you had could use your skills to overcome them. Right. You know, there's, there's always a little bit of that that happens in any campaign. Oh, sure. There's give and take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like as a player, I felt like Dellen and Alphonse really drove a lot of the story. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I kind of sat back and let them, let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of a, more of a side character in a lot of situations and mm-hmm. you know, it was, Honestly, it was a good experience. It was good to really get into role playing that way. Sure. Yeah. That makes and to really sense. kind of learn the systems and things while somebody else did more of the heavy lifting with the narrative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember you and Cantarius having lots of fun moments too. I don't think you've had a whole, you've obviously had the staff moment with him and that whole subplot with um, uh, the, the blacksmith's daughter and the green smoke and all that stuff. That's all, yes. all happened at this point. So there's like, there's definitely stuff there that happened with you two, but like, I mean, you're both very similar characters in the sense that you're both like craftsmen and tinkerers and mm-hmm. uh, practical city born men. Uh, and so there's, I definitely, there, I know there was a lot of good moments between you two, especially in season two. Um, and obviously yeah. we're not there yet, but like, yeah. Um, okay. I'm, I'm remembering a little bit more now about, mm-hmm. so I came into this interview woefully under underprepared. Um, it's, all, it's all good. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, Cantarius was interesting to play around and to play with because um, he has a real darkness yeah. to his character that I don't think any of the other, any of the rest of us really played in ours. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Antonius has a similar darkness. He just doesn't wear it on his sleeve. Yeah. I mean, the um, thing with Cantarius, right, is he's, he's, it's not ne- necessarily that he's worse than any of the other people, because oh, no. honestly, he's not. He was probably the 
person who was the best in the entire party up at that point, maybe until Sergio got there. Um, mm -hmm. But like, uh, Cantarius is like a tortured soul who wears that torturedness on his sleeve in such oh, yeah. a way that he he's all, all the time just depressed, dark, broody sort of thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think as a player, it was a little hard to play around and to play off of that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm naturally drawn to playing at the more high energy kind of goofy situations. Then mm. when Connor would take Cantarius down these kind of deeper, more emotional paths, it was harder to follow and harder to harder for me as a player to really get into those. Mm -hmm. I, I have some good moments with them yeah. when I did follow him and, into those pads and we we did play around a little bit more with those emotions and stuff that was those are some good moments a couple of those moments really stand out yeah. campaign too um, yeah mm -hmm. so uh look forward to that yeah for sure and yeah the, the tinkering with cantarius is always kind of fun it's a little bit of friction i think mm. between him and me when our abilities overlapped yeah I'd want to be doing something because I'm almost good at it, but Cantarius is a little better at that particular thing. And uh -huh. but I don't get to use my tools very often, yeah. So it was there was a little bit of friction there. I think. Mm -hmm. well, one thing that I definitely remember from like the character dynamic with you uh, is first episode, right? We have Cantarius actually doesn't do a whole lot in the first episode. Cantarius is kind of there in the background, brooding the whole time, and then we get this kind of three way dynamic between you Dellen, and alphonse as with the whole trial sequence you know you're in prison and then the trial sequence and and then you're being talked to by the inquisitor and given the curse and all that stuff right and there was a constant give and take between alphonse who was not taking any of it seriously at all um Dellen, who was taking it deadly serious but but thought but but like was going back and forth between okay should we all die here i think we should all die or uh i guess we're not going to die but like what is going on you know like i need to find the higher purpose behind this and and then antonius the entire time who's just like i did not do anything wrong <laughs> like i should not be here and there was a lot of fun moments that happened with that and moving forward because of that overlying over um writing uh, motivation of Antonius to like get out of this whole situation alive to like finally get his life back when Dellen was just like oh okay church stuff yeah let's just go do church stuff and Antonius the whole time was like whoa 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 wait guys like can we can we take this slowly can we make sure we're doing it precisely right so that I don't get turned to shreds with a thought from this inquisitor guy um that was fun to watch too for me yeah I think um that was definitely one of my motivations mm -hmm. In campaign one is do everything according to the book follow the rules because if 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 they're going to have antonius in prison and in this situation you know unjustly as he sees it right against his will mm -hmm. like okay i'm going to play by the rules to get out alive because really that was his whole deal is he wanted to get out alive to get back to his family and pretend like none of it had ever happened yeah well, nursing a grudge against the world yeah. because of the injustices it committed against him or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I've been doing um, and uh, and and you should check these out, Josh. But I've been doing like bonus content and stuff, obviously, in between the episodes as they've come out. And I've been releasing some like short stories based on the characters uh, like of their past and stuff. And I'm mm -hmm. excited to dig into Antonius's psyche. And I'm going to probably pick up with a moment of him like deep in the life of 
going to prison, escaping, getting put back into prison. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up on one of those moments and, and write something there. Uh, and I'm excited to do that because Antonius, for me, honestly, always interested me. No matter where he was in the campaign, I was always interested in like what he thought about something, like what where he was in the grand dynamic of the campaign. Because, I mean, as you said, like there was a lot of really good stuff there. And, and obviously, you know, for, for you, it was a little more difficult to, to actually get to some of that because of your, you know, your newer player. But for me, like I instantly recognized like, whoa, this is a cool character. I want to explore these 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 moments. And I'm, gal- I'm glad we got to do some of that at the very least. Um, and, and we had some good moments with Antonius for sure uh, as the mm-hmm. campaign progresses. Yeah, cool. honestly, Antonius is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I've learned a lot from the way in which Antonius kind of the way in which you worked or worked with Antonius in that campaign. Sure. Um, and through that, I've kind of learned more as a player, how to, you know, build a backstory that's got options for the GM and spaces in which, okay, I'm going to add these details with kind of the hope that the GM will take and run with them. Yeah. Um, sometimes we talk about those. Sometimes we don't. I just kind of throw them in and see what you pick up on. Yeah. Um, but I learned a lot of that from just watching how Antonius played out. And some of the times we talked and debriefed about, Mm-hmm. you know why you made the decisions you did um, yeah yeah because i think when we started the campaign maybe you weren't as aware of like the way the bernie wheel like artha cycle went and like the way beliefs and instincts like worked uh mm-hmm. and, and for me right like when you made those beliefs about your family and whatever else right it would be like okay sounds good i'm gonna challenge you i'm gonna like push on these buttons where you were like whoa whoa wait a second i didn't know that this was how it was gonna go down i didn't know mm-hmm. by putting those on my sheet that means they are gonna be like challenged and pushed and yeah right because when i came into it my expectation of that was okay this is a fiction character i'm creating right so i gotta Mm -hmm. get into his mind i gotta think like he would i've got to understand what are his actual beliefs and instincts and things and burning wheels really built around kind of that that's kind of the interface right that's that's the way in which as a player i communicate to the gm these are the things i want to see i want Mm -hmm. to play around with with my character you know these are my goals for my character these are some of the things that I want you to challenge. I want you to come at me from here. I want. And so, yeah, picking up on that. So I think I had a couple of epiphany moments throughout the campaign where yeah. we talked about it. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. You're like, oh, this is actually how it works. Go, oh, yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. So if I put a belief about the thing that I actually want to play around you're going to introduce story options for that thing. Yeah. And not about the unrelated things that I stuck a belief in because the character would have that belief. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I mean, any other like general thoughts in Antonius and, and plan of any other things that come to mind before we sign off here? Um, the name. Oh yeah. Actually yeah. is kind of significant for me. Okay. Yeah. Do um, so I really wasn't sure what I was doing, creating a name. I'm bad at naming things just in general. I write software. I have to name things all the time. I struggle at it. It hurts. I don't understand. Naming things is hard. And so when you said to come up with a character name, I just thought, uh. (laughs) So you gave me some guidelines and I played around with it. And I ended up with Antonius Ram, which is, you know, got some flavor to it. It's kind of cool. And now anytime I sit down to a new game, a character creator menu, something like that, Antonius Ram is the first name that comes to mind to fill in any, any, new character sheet that's awesome I, I hardly ever use it but i have flipped it around a couple of times um right now i'm playing uh an mmo and my character on there is actually a um 
kind of an anagram of Antonius Ram. That's funny. <laughs> oh, of course you would do something like that. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I struggle with naming things. It's going to make it easier somehow. There you go. There you go. So awesome. Well, I was to the original arm, original character I played. Of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cool. Well, uh, I'd love to have it back when we have a kind of like post mortem at the end of whenever all the episodes are out. Uh, it'd be fun to kind of like get the whole gang together and talk about the season as a whole. Uh, I'll probably wait until I'm mean, you, you all got to listen to episodes so that we can talk about it. Um, but as long as y'all listen to the episodes, we'll have plenty to talk about. So, uh, cool. Thanks for coming on, Josh. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And, uh, I look forward to talking about Antonius Ram in the future. All right. Adios.